The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com. Good morning, good morning to you. And of course, it's uh, spring and uh, things are happening in the beautiful city of Johannesburg. It's good to be with you here on cliffcentral.com. It's The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. And still we can't work out who the thin is, who the rich is, and who the fabulous is. But we'll work it out by the end of uh, of the series. <laughs> My name is Alan Ford. It's uh, good to be with you, of course, here on the magic of uh, of Cliff Central. Gareth, a lunatic, an absolute madman. Yes, Gareth. My Instagram account is flaming Alan Ford SA. I don't know where it came from. It just was an idea um, from someone who said, because you're a bit of a flamer. I didn't realize a flamer meant something that was a little bit, uh, I don't know, what, uh, out the closet-ish. You know, things happen in life. You know how it goes. <laughs> I spent uh, a wonderful two weeks in Cape Town. Again, Cape Town's one of those wonderful cities. You never know what you're going to get. One day you've got the, the most beautiful weather. The next day it's freezing cold. Unlike Johannesburg where you had like a bit of a heat wave. So yeah, it's been, been quite interesting. Um, did some great things in Cape Town though. I went to a couple of interesting new restaurants. Um, great new bars. I went to something called Stardust, which we'll, we'll discover in the next couple of weeks. It's, it's some of the best talents you've seen, I think, in South Africa that, that are just kind of sitting on a stage and want to do something magical. Um, and then of course just had loads of fun. Between all the different nightclubs and first Thursdays. So I love to be able to do the show because I can tell you what's happening in the mother city and then tell you what's happening in Johannesburg and Pretoria. Occasionally pop through to Durban. Well, not like there's much happening in Durban, but the sea. But I mean, uh, and that's the type of stuff that we do here on The Unview. Today, a great show lined up for you. Um, we have got uh, Sassel New Signature Art Competition. Uh, we'll chat to the curator of the Sassel Private Art Collection and the winner. We're also going to discuss uh, feel my flow. I'm, I want to feel some flow. I want to feel my flow, baby. So uh, we're going to chat to South Africa's first digital music scout. Uh, that, that's coming up on the show. And then we've got obviously Chatty Matty chat, discussing all things theatrical. Uh, there you are, Chat. How are you, Matty? I'm good. And you, Al? Good to see you, Matty. Uh, and then we've got two phenomenal South African actors. One is Jerry King, of course, the famous Jerry King. He's in a new uh, production called Acceptance. We've got Ian von Memerty <laughs> from... Good old handful of keys guy, yeah, right? Yeah, keyboard killers. Now he's going to kill the keyboard yeah. that, he, that he made the handful with. And then we're going <laughs> to do something beautiful called Chefs uh, Who Share, The Art of Giving. We'll chat to Barbara Leonard about that. I actually was going to do the restaurant of the month uh, this week, but we're going to do it next week. I also want to tell you about that because I get interesting question, uh, questions and emails about this restaurant. Um, the rule with the restaurant of the month is that I pay for myself. They don't know I'm coming and I eat a lot at different places. <laughs> so, so generally, you know, and then I say, oh, this is, this, is a cool, this is a cool place to eat. I won't discuss places that are not to eat unless they're really disgusting and then that'll come later. Um, so I want to discuss something that's happening in Pretoria. Um, and it's one of the most interesting initiatives because it's called Sassel New Signature Art Competition. Uh, it is something incredible to encourage people. Now, the unview is about talking to artists and South African actors and discuss theater and food and chefs because, of course, that's all artistry in many forms. Uh, sometimes we look at designing darbers and that. But it's so wonderful because it's the first time that we're going to be acknowledging art on the show. And, and Cecile uh, Lidoff is uh, on the line, who is the curator for the Sassel Private Art Collection. She's also one of the judges of the Sassel New Signature Art Competition. Welcome to the show. Are you well, Are you well, Cecile? Yes, I'm well. Thank you. And you? I'm um, excellent. Excellent. Thank you. Um, you just got to speak up. Sorry, the line's a bit, a bit soft. Are you there? Yes, I'm still here. Okay, magic. Tell us about this lovely competition. You know, the Sassel 
new signatures competition is running for 27 years this year. And um, it's it's a fantastic platform for young people to submit artworks and to showcase their work. And, you know, like in everything in the world, you've got to measure yourself against somebody else. And um, and this is also how we can actually establish who those artists are that's the cream of the crop in the country. And I think it's... Um, and with Cecil, that's actually creating so many things. That's the chemistry behind uh, art pieces because they are actually supplying things like charcoal, thinners, mm. um, oils, etc. So it's actually a fantastic platform and also for Cecil to do a competition like that. As a curator of Cecil's private art collection, I need to ask you, what are some of the best pieces you have in the collection? Oh, there's, there's quite quite a few. Um I mean, they, if we're looking at the oldest ones, mm. then you're looking at Stearns, you're looking at Pioneers, and then at looking the middle group of, of artists like William Kentridge, Diane Victors. Uh, we've recently bought also works from Muhammad Modisi King that was also a winner of the Sassel New Signatures a few years ago. And his works are actually has grown in, in a price-wise tremendously and I think also a great investment. I've got to tell you that I thought that uh, that the I haven't had seen the exhibition and I'm planning to come this week, but it's I've been in the Cape, but it's just magical to to see some of the pictures and of course uh, the winner this year. Tell us about this particular winner. We'll go through the finalists in a moment, though. But what, what made you choose uh, Zuma Amin as the as the winner? Well, I thought it was an absolutely amazing piece. Um, her mother and grandmother actually worked in the textile industry where they made garments and, and that kind of thing and as seamstresses and how they suffered in the years of apartheid and we all know that women were never treated uh, always well um, in, in the case as far as money etc is concerned but when you look at this work it's three large overalls that she made out of gauze and um, and then the old machine standing in front of that, and she wanted to actually portray the pain and and what they went through while working in that industry, and when it ended um, with with the industry that actually came to a downfall, and uh, how she made she made these pieces to actually to make it's kind of a monumental piece, a tribute to them. And at the same time, when you look at the gauze, and the gauze is, it's a metaphor for the pain and the, the healing process that you use normally gauze if mm. is, um, to, to, uh, to heal a, a, so, a, whatever, yeah. a wound, yeah. And when, and when, uh, when you look at the lights that project on that particular piece, you, you will see a beautiful shadows casting on the wall that it actually looks like itching pieces on the wall it is a fantastic piece i think uh, there was not i think one of the judges that didn't say wow this is the wedding piece uh, i must say it's also lovely to see that your other seven or, or your other runners up uh, or, or should we say merit winners because they were all winners um yes. each received uh, a cash prize i know that uh, the overall winner received a Prize of a hundred thousand rand and an exhibition. Um, I, I loved the piece by Sean James Francis uh, called Two Weeks. I thought that was very interesting um, in terms of the, the the pictures that we saw. I loved Zane Wesley uh, Lang's picture as well. Uh, I mean, um, artwork again, different work coming through. One's digital, one's fabric. It, it, it's 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 a great way for people to to project their artistic abilities. Yes, and I think that 
absolutely. And that actually made it very interesting. It was a diversity of medium. And, and I always tell people, listen, you, you've got to push the boundaries as far as your medium is mm. concerned because some people love, love working in, in wood like Zane does and, um, and other people like doing maybe um, etchings or what kind of what medium, mm. whatever it is. But the fact is that if you do decide to work in a particular medium, push the boundaries as far as that's concerned and push the boundaries as far as your, um, your subject matter is concerned. Cecile, because be- it's quite important. Before, before we, we, we get you to, to leave us, um, I know that you're very busy there. Um, where can people see this exhibition and when does it end? Um, they can see it now at the Pretoria Art Museum. It ends in on the 9th of October, but the lovely part of it is that there is also a virtual gallery. So the people can go on mm. the website of www.sasolnewsignatures.co.za. Um, and then they can go and view it. Oh, that is and the brilliant. Piece. Yes. And I love that. View every piece, and uh, they can even uh, decide to buy a piece on their, uh, and if they want to go and vi- visit the show by themselves and want to go back afterwards just to, to remind them of certain things, it's lovely to go and view that. And I think that is a fantastic opportunity. So if you're in Cape Town and you don't happen to see this exhibition, please go to www.sasselsignatures. With a S dot C O dot Z A. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for being uh, on the show. No, thank you for asking us. It's always lovely to talk to you people. Wonderful. Have thank a lovely you. Day. Have the best day. That is incredible because now you know they say that you can go to the Louvre and you can now start seeing things virtually. You can go see the Mona Lisa virtually, it's which insane. is great because you can take take it into your classrooms. It just makes it so accessible. You can it? take you can take it into your classrooms. Completely. That's 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 what it's all about. On the line we have the winner of uh, Sassel's new signature 2016, Zama Ahmin. How are you doing, Zama? How are you there, Zama? There you are. Are you there, Zama? Hi. This, how's it going? Are you well? I'm good in yourself. Excellent. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Okay, that sounds Thanks. better. Um, Zama, first and foremost, this represents your family, and at 54 years old, to exhibit your your first piece of work, isn't it incredible, this opportunity? Yeah, it is. It is, absolutely. So it's, a, it's quite a surreal thing, but yeah, it's quite a fantastic opportunity. What was your inspiration, your mom and your grandmother in particular? In particular, yes, yes, because my mother worked at a um, in a factory her whole life, and then my granny worked at Cape Fab, which was Nico Milan at the time, mm. and um, she made all these beautiful theatrical garments. And due to political environment, she couldn't see any of the shows. Sure. And it's incredible that you can honor them. Uh, um, I mean, again, uh, this is an incredible week for you because it's probably one of the saddest weeks of your life because you've lost uh, your father. Um, yes. And so why last week you were completely elated, again, this brings you back to home and to your family and to what this was all about. This is about honoring where you come honoring, from. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, as much as I want to keep it close to my heart and close to Cape Town, I'm... I'm also speaking about all those who um, live in other parts of the world that that's experiencing exactly the same thing, you know, like the women in Bangladesh, mm. in Vietnam, and and so I can go on and on, China and so on. So it's, it's always somebody sitting behind the machine making somebody else's clothes, and often it's those clothes that they can't wear themselves because it's so expensive. Well, I think that's the interesting thing is that someone has the ability now to to showcase to her art. The feelings of someone that makes all the, the these beautiful garments that that you never get to wear, uh, yes. a, a great tribute, should I say, to both. 
to anyone in the fabric industry that hasn't been able to wear that beautiful. You know, you, you think about it, that uh, Louis Vuitton bag. There's someone that makes that bag that's never going to be able to buy it. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. And we all wear clothes. We all have to wear clothes. So, the, you know, there's a drive for make new clothes, make new all the time. There's this whole thing of consumerism. Um, and it's an ongoing thing, you know, fashion change, seasons change. So there will always be somebody with a humpback sitting behind a sewing machine. And, mm. you know, sure. we, we don't really get to know who they are and we don't hear about them unless there's a protest. And unless we had the experience in India where people were locked up in a sweatshop trying to make a living sewing and then there was down. a fire that broke mm. out and they could not yeah. leave. So that's the time we heard about them. But other than that, they didn't quite exist, you know, and they're so removed from us, from us as a consumer. Um, and, and I felt I needed to pay homage to them, you know, a respect of an honor in a public space. And thanks to Cecil, that's exactly what I can do now. And, and, and you've got a wonderful exhibition. I can't wait to see it. And you've got a lot of work to do for that exhibition. Uh, Zama, yeah, I do. tell me something. You, what, do you, what did you do professionally? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was a medical technologist. Really? <laughs> a medical a technologist? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, my mother was, as, as you know, she was a seamstress and mm. my father was a carpenter. There was no money for education and things like that. And, and, uh, you know, my upbringing was during the 76 and, and 80 riots. So I, 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 there was no ways I could further my education. And then I happened to get a job at the at the lab, and they, they they offered to pay for my education, and I went to Peninsula Technicon, mm. and um, through them I was able to help my mother put some food on the table and stuff mm. like that. And then after that, you know, I had this yearning to make because I grew up in this environment, and then I, as a mature student, joined UNISA, and UNISA just liberated me. It gave me a whole new voice, a whole new life. And um, from there on, it just went from making art and get, I got into UCT to, make, to do my master's, and I finished that last sure. year. It's incredible. And Finishing your master's at 54, starting education. I mean, it's, it's uh, you know, you're, 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 you're an, you sit as an ide- ideal human being that, that nothing is impossible at any age. And that's, that's the truth. And, and, you spread a message, and on top of that, you're able to honor your family and honor your, their lives. Incredible. Oh, thank you. Thank I you. cannot wait to come and see your exhibition when, it's, okay. when it opens. I, when it opens, I will be there. I will be one of those at opening night. Okay. Well, I've got another exhibition running. It's, I'm going to take advantage of this. Go. Go mad. Uh, uh, take advantage. This month, um, it's, um, it's at Cecil um, Museum in Stellenbosch, and it's called 100 Geography. And we and I'm working with um, a few other artists, but my work will be about displacement. Um, and I'm speaking about my grandfather who was displaced twice in his lifetime. And I'm making a floor piece, so I mean everybody can come and have a look. Wonderful. Welcome to join in. Have you got a, a website? Yes, it's on Zymer. I mean, um, and yeah, and you can have a look. You can walk through my exhibition that I had for my masters. It's a virtual gallery. And read up on all the things I got up to. <laughs> Is it? It's Zyma Z Y M A A M I E N dot com or dot C O Z. Just Zyma. I mean, yes. Okay. And it will pop up. Okay, brilliant. 
Congratulations and well done to Cecil. What a great, Thank great initiative. Thank you for Thank joining you. me. And congratulations again. You. Congratulations. Good stuff. That's uh, Zama Amin, the winner of the Cecil New Signature 2016. All these gremlins in these lovely studios. We play a little bit here on cliffcentral.com. Uh, it's good to be with you um, as we go into the show. Lots of interesting things happening. Um, we, so I'm fascinated, Matthew. Fascinated yes. by something called Feel My Flow. Sure. And I know that sometimes, you know, when I'm having a good run day, I'm feeling my own flow and, yeah. you know, and you're feeling hot. Mm, you feel your flow. <laughs> but, um, but I've got some, some guys in studio that, that uh, are, have started South Africa's first digital music Scout. Now, I, I'm intrigued because basically this is idols digitally. We're going to find out in a second. But, yeah. uh, but in the studio, we've got um, Byron Kerikidis, Nicholas Krunas, <laughs> and Socrates Christodoulou. Listen, you bunch of Greeks. Get ya. Please, the Greeks, they're here, the Greeks. Okay, come, boys, come up to the microphone. First of all, how did this come about? Start. Socrates. Well, we have a lot of friends in the music industry, mm-hmm. um, DJs, artists, singers, and they actually have been struggling to get themselves heard. Um, there's no platform for them to showcase their music and actually get discovered. And there's a lot of talent in South Africa that, that don't know what to do with it. They don't know who to go to, where to go. Mm-hmm. So we decided to give them a platform for them to, to showcase their talent. And hopefully we can pick up the good, talented people and give them an opportunity to to get a recording deal. Okay, but, but okay, so okay, so basically, <clears throat> this is idols, digital idols in some respect. It is okay. on a larger scale. Okay, well, so, we're trying to get you, it to a larger it, scale because anyone can anyone can, okay. can answer. So, so basically, I sing "Oh Happy Day" for my name. <laughs> I record it on my cell phone, okay, and then I send it to to where? <clears throat> okay, so. The website is filmmyflow.com, and um, and yeah, basically any uh, any way that you can create your music, whether it be by laptop in a recording studio, um, on your phone, you can basically create a profile on the site, and then you can upload that track onto your profile. Um, so 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 I create a, a profile like like you would do at uh, Property Twenty Four or something. Yeah, you could create an online profile like you would on Facebook or on okay, Twitter. All right. And then what would happen is… Um, so I put my picture, I see if I'm pretty or if I'm ugly. Yeah. Uh, you can see if I've got nice boobies or whatever. <laughs> uh, nobody counts. You know, True. big boobs help hey. sometimes. It helped Dolly. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it didn't really help me much, but that, that's just me. Um, okay. The cool thing about that is that you can basically um, you can upload it within the genre that you are, uh, whether you're a hip-hop or house artist. EDM, whatever it is that you that you are in, um, and then from there it will go into that specific genre on the website, and you'll start getting highlighted based on your traction that you make with your views and likes of your actual music. Okay, so okay, so it's it's based on people liking your stuff that then you will pick who who to sign. Yeah, we also have a, a top ten section which um, through our algorithm basically updates itself continuously. Just so that algorithms. Yeah, so, so basically what will, what will yeah, clever people. Is, sure. Yeah, there'll always be a new number one coming on every week, and you know we can feature them on that on that page. So we're giving them a lot of publicity, and um, you know just helping them get their music out there. N- Nicholas, can you sing? <laughs> I can play the piano. Okay, so Nicholas can play the piano. Uh, so is it anyone musical? So if is it just if someone can play a beautiful concerto, is that okay? Is it or do we want to go like hip hop and contemporary music? Or what are we looking for? Well, we're looking for DJs, we're looking for guys that can sing, we're looking, 
basically we want to find different artists. Someone might be able to play the piano. Someone might play the guitar. Someone might have great vocals. And maybe get them together. Okay, so and, you, you know, collaborate them and let them join up and make something beautiful together. So, so school choirs can do this. School okay. choirs can do it. <clears throat> bands can do it. It's, it's like individuals. Mm-hmm. But the individuals we would like to get them together. Find someone who's got a beautiful voice. Get someone that is a good DJ and put them together and let them collaborate and okay, cool. make music together. Are you looking at um, kind of cross-border stuff? So we see a lot of international collaborations happening in studios across kind of cross-borders or how's it working? At it- the moment, no. At the moment, we, we, we concentrate on South Africa. Right. Um, we would like to move, we get South Africa right, move into to the rest of Africa and hopefully the rest of the world. Then you, we could. So, so, so I set up, I go online. Let's get this right. www. Filmoflow.com. Yeah, it uh, doesn't have a W at the end. It's just an O at the end, dot .com. Yes, correct. Correct. So feel my flow like F-L-O. F-L-O. That's oh, oh, yes. Oh. Not, not like flow, like <laughs> flow. Right. Oh, okay. no, no, no. So feel my flow. Okay. And, and we go online. We, we put up our profile. We, we put our song there. Um, or what I, I should have, would have, could have, whatever we can do. And then it gets traction. People listen to it. And then who sits there amongst you guys to go like, okay, this should collaborate with that? Or how, how does that work? Uh, I'm just going to elaborate a little bit on our competition that we're having. Uh, it's starting. Yes, the, I heard that you've got this big competition. Yeah, first of October, um, we're going to be having entries open, and from there, what's going to happen is um, we're going to have it's going to go through to a top 100. So uh, the algorithm again uh, will will get down to the top 100. But after the top 100, we're going to have a, a judges panel being introduced. Okay. And then it's going to go down to the top 10. Because uh, we, we want only the best uh, to obviously qualify yes, for the top Yes, obviously. 10. Yeah. Mm. I mean, you want someone that can't even do anything That's and they just it, yeah. think that their mother told them they could sing. You know, yeah. Both those people. Your, your, your mother loves you. She's <laughs> lovely. As long as, as long as your mother loves you. That's good. Let's keep it up there. Um, but okay, so, so, so there's an introduction, a new platform to bring in new talent. There's a new platform to get different groups of people to at least showcase their work. I think that's a, a lot of people can do some magical stuff. They're just, there's no way to put it. And then, of course, you sit with a, a record company and they go, like, really, well, we got Lear and that's and focuses on that next album and the other two artists this year we can sign. So now it's a whole nother, another, another game because now you, you're going to be finding new and great talent, young and old. It's, it's almost like it's exactly what, what, yeah. and we're creating the platform. And we do have good talent in, um, in South Africa. It's, it just hasn't been exposed. Um, South Africa has been in the past concentrating on international artists mm. and not showcasing our local artists as much as they should. Um, and you know, it is changing. And I think we going to give the platform for it to, to, to better the change. I think if I can just add to what mm-hmm. uh, Socrates is Come said. forward, brothers. You've got to speak into the microphone, Mike. Uh, I just want to add on to what Socrates, on, on to what Socrates is saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the South African music industry, as we know, is going through a transformation mm-hmm. second to none. And we feel that Film Our Flow mm-hmm. is front and center of that change because what we're able to do through the website is bring these aspiring young artists who have now a platform to showcase their talent and what the website will do it'll bring the good artists to the top and those artists and that'll be based on the engagement that you see on film my flow as well as the social networks 
Okay. And those artists ultimately we hope then. And then hopefully the we then get an album out or we got a digital album out and then we go to concerts and then we, we actually become touch, you can actually touch the person. <laughs> I don't mean touch the person. I mean, <laughs> you can actually go watch the person perform. Yes, um, there's one other, other thing that I'm, I'm intrigued about. Does, does it cost any money to put up the, the, the video? Not for the artists. Mm. Um, okay. Everything is free They can post their music As much of it as they want And you know we I mean it's all free So for now we're not expecting to get anything from them okay. The site is free Put your music up um, okay. Share it on social media Get people to listen to it Get people to vote Do you for hold it. the rights in some respects then? Um, I would will be able to not on the website. Right. When there's Film Flow Records as well. Okay, so, so when we you sign, rec- sign them, okay. If and when we sign the artists up, then we will have the rights to those artists. Okay. But All it's right. a platform uh, that and and the rights for those artists belong to them. Film Flow has no right to those, and it's obviously we sign until them you sign that, which is anything in, in yeah. the world. Final thing is, do you do you just Record your song And then you or However you do it and Or do you want videos as well Or do you want them to do their If they're doing Break dancing with their With their DJing Is, is it What uh, do you want Yeah I mean They can even up, They can even upload A, a YouTube uh, um, Video yeah, okay. They can upload it directly From YouTube Onto our site um, From the site They can actually go Onto their profile And just upload the URL and then we'll have YouTube videos. They can they can post videos on there. It's it's videos, images, music. It's any form of art um, in the music industry. In the music industry, yeah. okay. And um, and yeah, and and, uh, and from there we can see what they're all about. Give me the address. www dot dot com. Feel f e e l m y f l o dot com. There we go. No W, please. W in the beginning. Um, guys, I, I really think this is interesting. I think it's, uh, it's uh, a bunch of Greeks. You know, the Greeks are very good. I like Greek. You know? <laughs> You're going to have a next thing dancing on the stage with some, some South African. But anyway, um, the, the nicest thing here is that it's a lovely platform <clears throat> to, for people to showcase their talent. And I think anything that showcases more talent that's going to bring out more raw talent in in South Africa or anywhere in the world is, 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 is for the better because I think that's it's a good thing. Thank you for joining us. And cool. if Thank I can just much. quickly mention one you more can. thing you've done. Everyone, Nicholas, the so, finance guy. So the site Film Our Flow is for artists, but it's not only for artists. It's for their fans as well. So fans can go on and engage with their artists in their genres. We've, re- we've seen already since we've launched that communities are being built around specific genres. Correct. Um, same here. And, and it's the same in radio. You know that. Yeah. You, you find that you're developing communities around podcasting and around. It's, it's a very interesting thing because you build your community that way. And, and it's starting to gain a lot of traction. But what I also want to say, it's not only for fans and artists, it's also for producers. So if there are producers out there that want to showcase their stuff or want to collaborate with artists, then Film Our Flow is the place for you. I like this. I think it sounds good. And competition happens the first of October, and that's when. But it's it's open now. It's open yeah. now, yes. But the competition starts. What do we yeah. win in the competition? Anything? Recording, recording contract. Oh, a recording. Co- oh, that's cool. And with the Greeks, hey, you got to have parties. <laughs> <laughs> Don't run. And remember, coming back to the the collaboration point, you get your mama and your yaya to to vote lots and meet exactly. lots of people. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. That's Byron. Thank you for having us, uh, Nicholas and Socrates from Feel My Flow. Thank you for joining us here on Cliff Central, uh, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. 
keeping us on the unview. Matty, we've got things coming up all theatrical in Absolutely. a second. Uh, you have you, you wanted to bring something to the to the to the party uh, in terms of uh, of your idea, your theme. You know what? For I, the music today. I thought we'd get into a bit of a disco groove. I feel my my seventies groove thing coming on. But now. where's the groove, Matthew? When, when the, he's got the seventies groove, sweet Jesus! <laughs> I almost had a heart attack. <laughs> I almost I started to feel my other flow. <laughs> okay. The W. Yeah, mm, I'm having a heart flush. Let's go. On. But now, but but seventies because of course we've got some great theatre happening. We've got some amazing theatre happening. Um, and I mean, to the seventies tune, we're speaking about Saturday Night Fever, which is opening tomorrow, as far as I'm aware, at the State Theatre. Okay, so you you got an idea. So oh, I got an idea. Okay, let's go. Baby. Let's go with it. Shake it. Let's feel yeah. the flow. Let's feel the flow. Where are we going? Where are we? Let's see. We got Gremlins, right? The gremlins are working out. Where is it? Let me look. Hey. Oh, but what's going on? It's, ah, it's there. Let's see. Is it there? Is it not there? Let's work it out. I don't know. Is it the line? Yeah, we, we could get the flow riders to see. Oh, with the flow. <laughs> okay. Oh, I don't know. We'll work it out. It's not happening. It's clearly not happening. Okay, let's get let's line something else up, um, just so that we can get uh, Jeremy for Kings coming up on the show in from Emity. I don't know what just happened there, but hey, we could. Hey, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen here on uh, the one only the unview. You see, things just happen. And just, as I told you, we're moving. We moved into a new studio, and things are happening. So we'll work it out in a second. That, that might be this cable. We'll work it out. Um, but otherwise, it starts. You haven't seen the shows. I I haven't seen it yet. It's been previewing this week, as far as I'm aware. But mm-hmm. it opens tomorrow night. I'm going to be there in my in my best seventy glitzy attire. Do they have they asked you to dress up? They have. They have. So, well, I, you know, I'm a bit of a dress up slut. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. you know, uh, any opportunity to just a dress up slut? I'm going to put on a fro. <laughs> I mean, I'm going with my, you know. <laughs> yeah. So you're going to do the fro, and you're going to do the the star glasses, you know and, it, and, eh? and, the, and the whole thing. Okay, let's play a little bit of this, and uh, yeah, we're going to get uh, our first guest up on the line. Of course, this is Chatty Maddie Kunanen with all things theatrical. We're going to try work out at the Gremlins in the system, but of course, uh, this is CliffCentral.com. <laughs> It's called emergency, yeah? It's like we had an emergency there. <laughs> I just to just check something. Jemo for King, are you there? I'm right here. Oh, great. Then we've got Jemo for King on the line. Okay, the system seems to be working again. Sorry, we had a small little little hiccup over there. But uh, we're talking about all things theatrical. And I've got to tell you, Matthew, we're going to discuss some of the things coming up. But this has got to be one of South Africa's. You know, we've had John Carney on the show. We've had Toby Cornier. But, I mean, Jemo for King, what a South African theatrical legend. And the new production, his new production called Acceptance, comes out next week. Jerry, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you with us. Thank you for being with us. Thank you for the opportunity to chat with you about this gem. Tell me about, first and foremost, when I read the the synopsis of what, what the production or the play was about, I found it quite interesting because it reminded me of the story in London of that mom, that South African mother, that... Uh, Basically, couldn't deal with her kids. They were disabled, and obviously killed two of them. Um, is that what started the idea around this gem? That is the inspiration, if I can put it that, so that people should understand it's not a documentary of mm-hmm. that. It is a response to that. Um, if, if I was thinking about it last night, I, I, I would say, take the charge. 
take the robe and the courtroom away and let them be human. Take the newspaper people and take away the deadlines and everything and the classifications. Take the psychologists and take the science away and everyone involved and let them just listen to the kids, not to anybody, to the kids speak for themselves. And for now, let's just make the kids to be healthy because that seems to be our problem. The fact that they have something within their outside uh, features mm. and their system, somehow we can't hear them. And, and, and I guess that's, that's what uh, Eva, the writer, has given us. What is your role uh, in this particular piece? Acceptance. I'm the judge. I'm acting the role of the judge. Okay, so you and you and you're the judge that has to be obviously, um, you know, represent and be objective on to, uh, to both sides of the story, and particularly what happened to the voice of the kids. The the, the kids say, "Listen, we know what was said. You, we know about your judgment and what have you. Mm. Listen, let's put that aside because we are struggling with acceptance. You know." Um, Eva mm. writes, forgiveness is for the living, acceptance is for the dead. Mm. The, the, the three kids need to come to a resolution, to come to closure. And so they, they, they come to the judge as, as a few years later and as themselves, but with able bodies. Mm. And they say, listen, judge, really? just listen to our story. And, 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 and a, a child says, my name is so-and-so. I just wanted to be a policeman and I was denied that opportunity simply because of these viruses in my system. Mm. Do you understand that? Jerry, I think that that is the most interesting side here because, because again, there are two, you know, when you look at the, the stories and yes, as members of the media, you've got sick children that are suffering. You have parents that are suffering and then you have a parent that says, I want you to end the suffering. Um, on the other hand, you say, but there's human potential because there's a soul. And I would imagine yeah. you, you're playing it from the angle of the soul of the, the child. I, I, I am. I am. But, but, but please understand there are adults living today, living mm. today, just as there are HIV positive people living mm. today. Mm. T- take the label, take the prejudice, and, and consider the person in front of you. You might just look at them and consider them and appreciate them differently. And, and, and so there was one person who, who was in the government mm. in, in, in the UK. There's a South African, the first black South African so-called disabled person accepted in a school like Oxford in the UK. Yes, they go with their nurse, but they are complete beings within themselves. And, and, and so they might just challenge us in the way in which we look at things and look at them. Jerry, um, this it's happened, sorry, uh, I was a little bit uh, premature. It happens from the 5th of October and it runs for a couple of weeks. Uh, tell me about, you know, the audience that, that this is basically for people that want to be to be it's it's hard hitting it's thought provoking it's you're expected to walk out of there 
perhaps Thierry. Um, it's happening at the Fringe. Tell me about this this particular theatre. Okay, Johannesburg Theatre yeah. has uh, primarily mm. three spaces. Mm. It's your Nelson Mandela, the main auditorium, our 1,300-seater. And then you have what used to be the Tesson, the Tesson for those yeah. people who know the place. Mm. It's now called the Fringe. Oh, the so Tesson is the Fringe. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's, it's a lovely it's, space. It's an intimate space. Absolutely. That's, that's a drama space. Mm. Wonderful. That's absolutely a drama space. So it's, it's, it's your, your kind of plastic space. Black box, but really done mm, well. It's true. And, and so that's where this is happening. And I'm glad they gave us that space because you can make drama there. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and it's intimate. It's and it is a black box because it's yeah, it's a lovely space to work in. I actually have had that pleasure. Um, yeah. Um, Jerry, what else are you up to in your f- fabulous acting career? I'm not allowed to tell. Uh, well, you, none of you are allowed to tell. <laughs> Can you give us a hint? I'm not allowed to tell because the, the, there's going to be a reveal in a week or so. So I can't do it premature, man. I, I want to ask you the following. Theatre or television, what is your favorite genre? Theatre. Okay. Thank you, Jerry. You, you, you know us, those who of us who started in theatre, kind of feel until and unless you do theatre and continue to do theatre, uh, sometimes yeah. television feels like bubblegum. <laughs> oh, oh, go baby! That's Jerry Moffat King. Yeah, if you but, haven't, but, but the beauty of going back to theatre, you go back to the basics, the fundamentals of the craft. Mm. You know, yeah, you do SOP, you do SOP, and you do seven scenes a day, and and. You got one chance to do the dialogue with the actors. You just got to hit your marks. They get their shots. Bye bye. But yeah. here, mm. yes, man, I tell you, I, mean, I, I, I have to listen to those kids. Just the listening, that alone, active listening to those kids, because those kids just, just, I don't know. They, they touch the raw nerve. They, they absolutely. And I guess in a way, the way Eve uh, has written this play. I am the audience, Jerry. I mean, there's a there's a real rawness about theatre, isn't there? I mean, you know, you don't you don't you don't you don't, you don't get the director shouting out, "Okay, stop!" and let's let's do that again. You know, you're in the moment, you're there with your with your with your colleagues on stage, and you've just got to roll with the punches. And you roll with the punches. <laughs> there, there, there's no second take. Absolutely, no. that's it. That's it. Jeremy Fakeng, we look forward to seeing uh, Acceptance uh, opening the 5th of uh, October at the Fringe. That's at the Joburg Theatre, the Old Tyson. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's such a pleasure. Yeah, tickets are already available. Yeah, so go and buy. Go and buy. Come on. Get, Absolutely. Get your bums and seats. It's a very interesting subject matter because it's of it's quite current and it makes you think. When I read the synopsis, I thought, whoa, this is quite incredible. Quite incredible. Yes. Thank you for joining yeah. us, Jerry Moffat King, uh, for right. acceptance. Uh, yeah, a great, great show. Now, Matthew, what else can people see? T- tell us well, what. So, what is? What else is happening? What have you done? Let me tell you about my week in review. 
You know, okay. um, you, we are, this is your week in review. Correct. You, 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 you've been raving about Nathaniel, and I managed to trek off to good old Emperor's Palace, uh, Palace rather, to um, to go and check Nathaniel out. Got my passport stamped, and um, yeah, you know what? What a what an interesting piece. It's called Mannequin, and it's um, it's on there until the twenty fifth of September, uh, and we see Nathaniel telling the story of the life of a reclusive tailor, um, and we see the presence of his mannequins and. And his work all around him. What's so beautiful about this piece is uh, Nathaniel is such a vivid storyteller. He 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 paints, and in this case, he I suppose he sews and he assembles the most vivid vivid images through words and song. Um, and and fascinating for me because I sit there and I kind of go, wow, the, the 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 space that I'm that I'm seeing in front of me is so empty, but my mind is so full of color. Um, I feel, I feel <laughs> as like Nathaniel he, does. As Nathaniel does, you know, he he kind of gives you a canvas and he gives you a few blotches of paint and he expects you to do some some really kind of good work with your with your own imagination. Live band, featured vocalists. As Nathaniel, the most spectacular, spectacular costumes, costumes yeah. and production value, really. I mean, he's an aesthete to the, to the nth degree, isn't he, Al? And then what else have you seen? Then I managed to get a bit of, um, um, fat in my life. And, and I say that with much love and respect to my PHAT friends. And, um, I went off to see my fat friend, which we spoke to Tuabi and Kursi about a few weeks ago. Correct. Um, and that opened, that, that's running until the 2nd of October at the uh, Peter Turin Main Theater at Monte Casino. Great stalwarts, uh, Toby and Michelle on stage, really? you know, just kind of giving us some great fun and fluff. I kind of felt like a, I was watching a sitcom on stage. Really? <laughs> yeah, great, great fun. And I'm happy that it, that you, you enjoy it because I think that's what the point was, to Absolutely. have a good laugh about, about chubby people, you which know, is a good thing. You know, sometimes you just want to walk into you a building laugh. and just have a good it's like, laugh. It's like having a laugh about a weave. I mean, it's just, things happen. That's, that's, <laughs> it's fat is fat. You know, what do you want to Absolutely. Now, you know, the interesting thing is, you know, a uh, handful of keys. Yeah. Ian. Good old Ian. Memory. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait. He's coming back. Yeah. He's always something. coming back, isn't he's he? He's always making a comeback. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, he is, so he's doing now something called keyboard killers. Now, I find this intriguing. Yeah. From the handful of keys, now we're going to kill the keys. Now we're going to kill the keys. That, something like that. Um, we've got him on the line. And of course, uh, his show opens uh, soon. He comes off to Johann- coming through to Johannesburg. Ian, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Now, of course, you were the, 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 the handful of keys. Now you're the keyboard killer. Please tell us all about this particular uh, production. <laughs> okay. Uh, what it was is I was looking for something which I could do another piano show, which was completely different to a handful of keys. And I realized the list of people who can actually do four things. That's write music and lyrics mm-hmm. and play the piano and were stars was really, really short if they had a long-term career. And, you know, you're talking about a, a, literally about 10 people, 12 people who've made it internationally. So that's Freddie Mercury, Fats mm-hmm. Waller, uh, Stevie Wonder, John Legend, Billy Joel. Cole Porter, yeah. Just gave, yeah, it just gave me a way to look at people who, why were they great? Because, the, the, you know, you, you hear a lot of uh, sort of hot air about what is, is there a kind of creative spirit in the universe? And for me, talent is like the one glimpse of the unknowable. No one knows why it happens, how it happens, who's going to have it, where it comes from. And that was just a way for me to examine what extraordinary talents can do when they just sit in the right place at the right time. They can be illiterate, they can be poor, they can be Jewish, black, white, Christian, atheist, and they just produce fantastic music. 
And then I wanted to do a show, of course, which is good entertainment. So this gave me the basis for all of that. Ian, it's interesting because we're going to come back to the show, but you're, not, you're still judging SA's Got Talent. No, I didn't. I haven't not done this it for the last two years. Okay, cool. And, uh, unfortunately, what happened was uh, television works a lot uh, later than theatre, and with theatre, you book yourself like mm. a year ahead. Mm-hmm. And so we had a clash of uh, schedules in 2014, although I have to say that I'd already done reality television for nine years. And, uh, yes, of course. Um, and unlike Gareth, who's happy to do it forever, uh, I, decided, <laughs> I think he's going to die doing idols. Yeah, no, I, I think he is going to die doing idols. <laughs> I, you know, oh, I'm sorry, Gareth died. We have to stop the show. I yeah. kind of thought like it was time for me to move on. I'd kind of done what I needed to do on reality television. Um, I love doing it, and I, I love doing the show, but uh, it, it felt like I would be doing more of the same. But the interesting thing with this particular uh, production is that you you are saying that talent comes in all form, but if you're able to do these particular things and do, as you said, play, sing, compose, write, write, uh, it's exceptional talent. And be a star. Yeah, and yeah, it's you know because one great talent is 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 still extraordinary. When you get four or five sitting in one person, you think, where does it come from? Because Let's take the, the oldest guy that I'd work with, now Irving Berlin. So he mm. literally had three years of schooling in English because he spoke Yiddish until he was five. He left school at eight to become a newspaper seller. And he wrote hit songs for 50 years. His song, White Christmas, you know, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, mm. has sold 100 million copies. Sure. And it's only got eight lines. But it manages to say something so perfectly, so simply. Now, how does somebody get there? He couldn't even play the piano properly. He, had a spe- he could only play on the black notes. So he had a special piano constructed where he would move the keyboard around until he got to the right key so he could sing the song. Sure. Now, it's amazing when you think about that creative spark that he could write, because his, his, his words are like poetry. His music is unbelievably inventive. It lasts. People are still singing his song sometimes now 100 years after the song is written. Now, what comes together and it's fascinating when you look at the different people and how they do it and uh, so for me doing the research on this was amazing like in my kind of in a snobbish way i'd written off stevie wonder yeah 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 pop singer when i got to look at what he'd written Mm. i just sat back and i went my word this man is just magical he's just astounding and again he couldn't come from a worse situation he's poor a single blind from the from six weeks old a single parent family, he's out working and he's living by the age of 11, and yet he just for 50 years again produces the stream of music that is just, it captures the world. People are singing it in Russia, in Rwanda, everywhere. Well, that is absolutely, you know, uh, again, I love the fact that you're doing this tribute to people like Cole Porter, uh, Fats Waller, which, people, you know, again, it's a reminder of some, you're going to bring some interesting audiences together, Ian, because it's, it's all these different, uh, genres of music again. And it's, 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 again, crosses all the divide. Well, that's the other thing about me is I hate anything which is divisive. Um, mm. anything which says this is for old, this is for young, this is for trendy, this is for conservative. And music is one of the few things that really crosses that boundary because what was great for me in doing the show, because we've done it in Cape Town, East London already before we start mm-hmm. the second leg of the tour, is that I would get young people to come and say, hell, that fat's what is a cool writer. Oh, that's such a cool song. And then I'd get an old person to come to me because we do John Legend's Glory from mm-hmm. the movie, yeah. Summer, 
Yeah. And they'd say, what a powerful, beautiful song. So I love introducing audiences that wouldn't sort of normally be listening to one type of music and they come away with an appreciation. Mm. But it just blows because there's a, you know, such a strong trend to ageism in the, in the world. You know, this is the older people, this is the younger people. This is, and I love to do shows where you can come out with your grandmother and yourself and your child and they all come away with something and say, that was a really cool outing. I had a great time. Ian, and that's kind of what I look for all the time. I so look forward to seeing it. Um, you know, again, do you put a narrative to to some of the music? Is there a narrative that what goes do, with it, or do you just? Yeah, play? what? What? I, I get, no. What I, with, with, you know, with Ian, it's difficult to stop him from talking. So uh, I always, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I always do during the show. What I, I, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to give a history lesson. What I'll try and do is just give a little bit of insight yeah. into a particular song or yes. into a particular writer, so that people have a little bit of thought as they're listening to the music. They're also thinking how it came about, why it came about. Uh, you know, Billy Joel's versatility. I love the fact that Billy Joel was a boxer. He was a, a welterweight boxer. He had mm. to give up after they broke his nose twice uh, before he became this amazing writer. And he struggled for years before he made it, you know. And uh, so you just mentioned that before. And then people are listening to that and they listen to this these sensitive lyrics from a tough little boxing New Jersey. He's a he's a he's a almost like a little thug if you were going to classify him. But he writes this 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 poetry that is beautiful. And uh, the other thing which is different for me in this show is that I do it with a percussionist and with a bass player, and that has given me a versatility of sound. So when we're doing the classical stuff, I've got the huge sound from the percussion. When we're doing the the jazz stuff, I've got that funky bass. Um, we've got a really, uh, one of uh, a musician who's out from America said, it's like listening to a symphony orchestra. There's no hole. It's a really cool, versatile sound for me. And uh, that's also been a, a, a fantastic gift for me. And my percussionist is a doctor of music who's a female who's been to uh, Antarctica and West Africa and my bass player is the most no, image-conscious bass player you've ever seen in the world. I swear to God, the man has to get up half an hour just to trim his beard and shape his hair and polish his glasses and decide which trendy socks he's going to wear. Ian, I'm, I'm the you, exact opposite. We are so looking forward to see the show. It's starting on the 5th of October. I thank you for joining me, and uh, we look forward to see Keyboard Killers and listening to all that thank magical you. music. Thank you, Ian. Thank you. And, and, thank you and let me just say, it's Monty. Monty yes, Monty Casino, Casino, of course. Yeah, at, uh, and the bookings are at CompuTicket, and there are pensioners' prices, and there are also uh, ma- uh, and there are matinees, and there are book- block booking prices as well. That is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Ian Von Mimity, of course, the one and only uh, talented star of note, just who knows how to make magic and how to pull things off. So, uh, yeah, the keyboard killers. You see, the, the history of where did Stevie Wonder come up with his song, or John Legend, you know, that type of stuff. That's what makes magic uh, in and around, uh, you know, this is, this is the magic of music. Well, this is The Unviewed, The Thin, The Rich, and The Fabulous. My name is Alan Ford. It's really good to be with you. And, of course, uh, we're going to talk about something a bit different to theatre. But this is another point of theatre and the magic of theatre, which is um, what I find quite interesting because, you know, we talk about art, we talk about actors, we talk about music. But chefing mm. is a whole other art. Completely. Okay. It's the art of tummy juices and all those good things, right? Chefs who share the art <laughs> of giving. Barbara Leonard's on the line, the co-founder or the co-founder of Chefs Who Share. Barbara, welcome to the show. 
Thank you very much and good morning. Good morning. And of course, I know you're coming from the wonderful city of Cape Town and you're bringing the show to Johannesburg next week. First time. Yes, and I'm excited. First time Johannesburg, yes. What can we expect? How does it work, Barbara? Oh, God, Ellen, how many hours do we have? You know, how does it work? I think it's been probably the biggest, most passionate project of my entire life. And it works that 14 chefs from around the world mm-hmm. come together under one roof. They share the guests they share a kitchen and they prepare seven different four course menus mm. incredible sommeliers seven sommeliers pair unique different wines to the different courses artists international artists south african artists donate art for the good cause so i mean it's, mm. a, it's, it's yeah. a, a feast of culinary scene and art and it's all coming together and i think it's absolutely superb you know we're talking about this show the unview is all about uh, music theater Acting, art, singing, uh, but chefing is a huge art form. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think it is actually like an art, like like all what you mentioned earlier. But I think, you know, if you develop something, I always say, you know, everybody has crazy ideas. And I think some of the chefs three and a half years ago, they just challenged um, me and, and some friends and said, listen, come up with something and we must do something all together. And I think this the spirit of sharing and doing something together, I think that evolved. And in three years' time, I mean, this whole concept, Chefs to Share the Art of Giving, grew into a concept. And it's not a charity, you know. It's a concept raising money for charities and, and incredible people and companies and, and sponsors and partners simply got together. Barbara, how does it work? Um, we're going to do a bit more next week on it. I'm going to do something post this entire event and, of course, talk about your sponsors and stuff. But how does it work? How can people get involved today? So people can get involved if they have a look on the website, chefswhoshare.com, tickets at chefswhoshare.com. You know, that's, that's really the easiest way. We're going to have an art preview evening on Monday, the 19th of September, where really um, um, the art gets exposed and, and all the experiences, what's going to be on auction. And it's explaining and introducing this concept of Chefs Who Share. On Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we, we partnered with three of the most incredible hotels in in Johannesburg, um, the Four Seasons, the West Cliff, um, the Maslow, and the Saxon, and an international chef and a local South African chef, they collaborate and they create a very intimate uh, dinner for, for a very few amount of people. So there are still some tickets available so, pl- on Friday. And where can they buy those tickets, by the way? Tickets, chefs who so share. They should, it's, the easiest thing is really to say tickets at chefsushare.com. Got it. We pass it on. To the hotel. To the hotel to book it, it and do yes, it, yeah. because we send, you know, because the hotels don't get bombarded with, I mean, it's lovely to be bombarded, but sometimes you filter already and we can send the information mm. and then the invoicing will be done by the hotels and the hotels confirmed that part of these proceeds, you know, will be um, donated back to the trust and I mean, it's it's in in pairing with Dom Perignon and Ruina. I know it's it's, and, it's beyond. It is beyond, Barbara. <laughs> no, it is I beyond. Think that's why I'm talking so crazy. Barbara is from is from Europe, and I must tell you, you're one of the few people that do events and publishing that comes off to South Africa and brings complete European schwaravi and flair. Oh, Absolutely. Oh, Please, it's www.chefswhoshare.com. ChefsWhoShare.com Barbara, uh, we will report back next week We'll do a whole wonderful thing I look forward to being there on Monday And most importantly It's about giving back But of course Promoting talent and art And collaboration That is what this is about And show what in this country Can be done If people understand That collaborations are still key That's my message 
Thank th- you so much. Thank you for joining me. That's uh, the co-owner of uh, Chefs Who Share, Barbara Leonard. Thank you for being on the show. Matty, Chatty Matty, we had a good show. It's been great. It's oh, been busy. My tummy now is like, oh. Okay, it's so good to be with you. Of course, you can catch the podcast and be back with you next week, Thursday. This is the one and only Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous. Be good. The Unview, the thin, the rich, and the fabulous on cliffcentral.com.